Welcome to Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I am Frank. I am a certified physician assistant. And I'm Jackie Ritz. I'm an herbalist and lover of essential oils. And we would love to bring to you this podcast about herbs, essential oils, supplements, all these ways that you can live a natural life. So stay tuned and listen to us and we'll be bringing to you lots of content on essential oils, using herbs, using natural remedies to take care of yourself and your family. Hey, so go to the show notes of this podcast. I have an awesome book for you to download for free on kids and essential oils. It's an ebook. All you got to do is drop your email address in there and you will get a free copy of kids and essential oils ebook. Hey everyone, it's Frank and Jackie Ritz. And we're here with Essential Oil Healthcare Radio, and boy, am I excited about this one. Me too. This is uh, going to be a lot of fun. We get to talk about our kids. <laughs> so, we are going to actually talk in specifically about what we do to help make sure that the kids are healthy and stay that way for all periods of the year. And we're going to talk to you about all the little things that we love to do with them to uh, really just. Gosh, I can't even put words with it. It's just, they're so great, and it's so wonderful to have them, and we just have gotten to this point now where they are pretty awesome. Yeah, so let me introduce you to our little ones. Um, Ariana Skye is nine years old. She's in fourth grade. She turns 10, the big 10, She turns next 10 month. next month, and I'm definitely going to cry. I'm having a hard time with that one. Um, she is a true farm girl. She's got grit and personality. She is very headstrong. Um, She's a... I wonder where she gets that from. (laughs) She's a born leader. So I just keep reminding myself like this this strong will that she has right now. It's going to be incredible one day when she leads like... She'll probably be the first president um, woman. That's that's my assumption. But... um, We're just slightly biased by the way. Yeah. So she's, she's an amazing little girl. She's very healthy, very tall. She's always been 99 plus, you know, in the height, in the height percentile. Um, she's always have had a hard time keeping like meat on her body. She's a very skinny girl, but she like goes through those phases where it balances out, you know, um, and she is very athletic. So she's, um, she started playing basketball this year, which made my little heart happy because I played through college and, um, I just love seeing them play. It's really hard not to wish that I could go back into a nine-year-old body and play basketball with my skills. That would be so cool, wouldn't it? It was a couple of movies back in the '90s that they did that. I remember one of which was uh, uh, well, like father, like son. Yeah. But anyway, and then uh, moving on to our other little one, Frankie Jr. So Frankie Jr. is seven years old. He's pure boy. He's got the most gorgeous eyes with the longest eyelashes. So he always has the problem of the eyelashes going in the eye, which can create a long ordeal. Um, because just like his daddy, he hates anything coming near his eye. (laughs) 
So it's um, absolute it. torture when an eyelash gets in his eye. Um, he loves being like on the farm as well, but he's not as much as a farm boy as I would hope. One day I hope that the bug catches him, but he enjoys all the things boys love. He loves doing Legos. He loves building things. He loves knowing how things work. So he has an engineer brain where he has to know how everything works, with some, which sometimes is really annoying because I don't want to explain it or I don't really know how yeah, it works. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is that he doesn't understand that he's only seven right now, but um, he just doesn't know that we actually don't know. <laughs> so we, as of right now, we're okay to be ignorant, but one day he's going to start calling us out on everything we don't know. Yeah. So, um, and he is in second grade. He, um, so physically, neither of them have had a ton of challenges. I would say we have struggled the most with him. He, he had some speech delays. Well, what we thought, you know, in our brain, because we compared him to Ariana, who is very advanced in speech and reading. She reads like, you know, she's in the middle of the Harry Potter series right now, but, um, and you just can't compare your kids. Right. So, it, it's hard not to, though. <laughs> so, um, but he is reading on his own now. He's doing excellent. He is doing so good in school. And so um, we are excited to share with you guys how we keep them healthy, happy, and um, how we kind of harmonize together as a family using supplements, herbs, and essential oils. Yeah, totally. So we'll far, first start off with, as you're going to hear it, I mean, I, I really don't mean to sound like a broken record or a broken podcast, I suppose. But, uh, but it's really important to have foundationally do the right thing. So that starts with food. It all starts with food. It always starts with food. And so we make sure that they have a diet very rich in vegetables. It's been a battle, just like any other parent mm-hmm. had to deal with. Veggies are not easy to get down our kids' throats. But uh, in no way, shape, or form, we're allowing them not to eat vegetables. So we had to get tricky when they were younger, you know, blend them into a spaghetti sauce or add them quickly into a smoothie or any of the other, you know, uh, could be, you know, sort of callous ways, if you will, about how we had to sneak vegetables into their diet. Now we can just look at them and reason with them. Thankfully, we have middle-aged kids, um, or I should say on the higher end toward 10. And now we can just look at them and say, listen, you're not going to get this that I know that you want really, really to eat until you eat those vegetables first. So we kind of start off with that. That's first course for them. And I, I would also say to make vegetables fun, um, you know, you don't boil your Brussels sprouts and expect your kids to eat it. I mean, I wouldn't eat I that. won't eat those either. That's crappy. So, like, you know, cut them up and saute them in bacon fat um, with some, you know, salt and pepper and make it delicious. You know, don't don't just think that you can pop a steam fresh vegetable in the microwave and toss it in front of your kids. Um, one of the most essential things for kids is healthy fats. For everything, for development, for a special, especially for oral health. So if you listen to our previous podcast from a few weeks ago, you learned that um, healthy fats is so important for healthy teeth. And so our kids, as their teeth are going through this huge transition, I mean, Ariana is always losing a tooth or has a wiggly tooth or has, you know, something going on. It's very important that they are getting good fat into their diet. Um, and so some of our ways, let's, let's talk about what of our top vegetables are that we give our kids. Now, I don't sneak them into their diet anymore. Um, I make them eat them. So a lot of times if we're having like a, a meal, I'll put vegetables on their plate first and say, you have to eat this before I give you anything else. 
Um, and then sometimes I don't care. So honestly, I don't want to fight the battle. So I'm just like, you know, screw it. Let's just eat together as a family and harmony. And that's not fight. But most of the time we do make our kids eat their vegetables. Um, we also gave them a thing that just popped into my brain. We give them cute names. So like asparagus for yes. like what night swords or something yeah. like that. And then, uh, and then Brussels sprouts became dragon eggs yes. or dragon balls. I was going to say Frankie <laughs> changed that to dragon balls so. <laughs> um, because I have no idea why, but he just makes us laugh when he says that. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, give your food, uh, fun names too. You know, it's yeah. like, it's all about the bonding experience. Uh, here's something that's crazy to think about today cook with them. I know that that's wild to think about, but no, they cook eat it with them. If they cook and prepare their own food, they want to eat it. So we have been allowing them under, of course, close parental supervision to allow them to actually make stuff in the kitchen. And if they screw up, it's okay. We're right there to help them out. Turn yep. down the fire or turn down the heat or whatever you need to move the plate off and help them understand the importance of preparing their own food. Well, they take ownership in it and there's you know, they're more likely to eat it if they've made it. So some of our favorite vegetables, and honestly, we we really do eat the same ones. Um, our kids love cauliflower rice. In fact, I don't even really know if they know it's cauliflower. They just think it's some kind of rice, but not plain, okay? As we know, cauliflower has absolutely zero taste to it. Um, so we put some butter in it um, or ghee, and we use salt and pepper, and you can also make it, you know, more of an Asian flair if you're having, you know, some kind of an Asian-y meal. You can add sesame oil and some um, soy sauce or tamari sauce or even coconut aminos, whatever you use for that soy sauce flavor. You can add that to it. So that's a really good way to, you know, use that. And so I usually buy the pre-packaged cauliflower rice. Um, I don't buy the head of it and chop it down or food process. I just, you know, I skip that step. So if you do, you can totally put it in a food processor and chop it down into fine little pieces. Another favorite, I think we have this every week, like Frank said, is our Brussels sprouts. So we quarter them. Do we quarter them or depends on how big they are. Bite size. And we cook it. We make some bacon first. And then in the bacon grease, we remove the bacon and with the little onion, right? Do you put onion in it? Onion or garlic or both. Yeah. Um, once you cook onion, kids can't even see it. So, um, and it just makes the flavor better. So we put a little onion and garlic in it and then saute that for a few minutes and then throw those Brussels sprouts back in, salt and pepper them up, and it is absolutely delicious. So that's a very common one. Kale. Kale. So we've struggled with leafy greens with the kids, but they're getting a little bit better. Um, they will eat it in their smoothie all day. You know, they'll, you can throw spinach in their smoothie. You can throw kale in their smoothie, but like Swiss chard, kale and spinach sauteed up. They're just now getting to the point where they're eating it. Um, they'll pick around things that we throw into there. Like if we put mushrooms in the, in the pan, but they are eating it a little bit better. What did and, you say? And they call it bacony kale. You'll you'd be surprised that there's a common thread here. And that's common thread. <laughs> That common thread's bacon. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know who really doesn't like bacon, but it's okay if you don't. It's cool because then it just means more for me. So, uh, but that is definitely a very good healthy way of adding that good healthy fat 
uh, into a lot of the vegetables that we're eating because vegetables, of course, they don't have any fat and fat helps those vegetables taste better. Yeah. So I've always had the mindset of just feeding my kids what I eat and what we're going to eat. We never have made separate meals for them. If they don't want to, if they're going to spite me and not eat it, then they're just going to be hungry. Um, and then they eat anyway. And they're not going to die. And then so they eat anyway. That's one of the things a lot of parents think is like, if they don't eat it, they're going to be so hungry and die. No, they're going to be okay. In fact, it's actually I, I a little bit of my mission time comes back to me in those memories in third world countries. I often say to my kids, if only you knew <laughs> yeah. what other kids around that, the world yeah. can't were eating or can't eat tonight. Um, how blessed they actually and are. how blessed they are. And so um, they are growing up with that gratitude. And that is something that we've instilled with them is that every single bite of food or plate of meat or anything is it's all just a blessing from God. Um, okay, so with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the meat and we won't say potatoes. We'll say meat and sweet potatoes of the <laughs> podcast for today. Which is what? Which is what? Oh, fine. I guess I'll start. All right. Well, it's the beginning of the day. And so our kids have gotten up. Um, We've worked on – we're actually going to put – you know, we just started getting into this whole like environmental clock thing where we don't like the old school alarm anymore. We don't like being abruptly woke up like that. So we're actually going to outfit both their rooms with these really great lights that we kind of did an experiment on recently. uh, And it's a natural light alarm. And so even the sounds on it are actually – they go from sort of more quiet to higher quiet. So what the the lamp essentially is trying to do – is it's replicating what it would be like if the sun were to get up and be inside of your window and wake you up in a more natural way. Well, because it's winter right now and the sun's not coming up to like 8 8 a.m., right? So um, we've been testing it out for the last few weeks and I absolutely love it. First of all, I don't like an alarm clock, period. I usually wake up anyway, Um, but we've been setting it for 5 a.m. And so around 4.45 – it starts to, and it was only twenty dollars, right? It was very inexpensive. What's the brand? We'll, we'll put the link. Phillips, I think. Well, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'll put it in the, in the podcast link below. So it's a round clock, and it has a little light around the outside, and it is actually the color of like the sunlight coming in. And so, at four forty-five, it just slowly starts turning on, and even before the little birdies come on and start singing, I'm usually awake because of the light. It's a really good thing that we actually implemented. And so, of course, we're going to put those in our kids' rooms as well. Uh, so they get up. They automatically know, go do their oral hygiene, which, matter of fact, we actually have a uh, podcast on oral health. So they go in there. They, they brush. They floss. They get themselves ready for the day. They make their rooms up, and then they head on downstairs. And then from that point forward, it's all about making sure that we get their lunches taken care of and their breakfast taken care of. And so we try to variate breakfast. We try not to make it the same thing every single day. Uh, and so once we're done or while they're eating is when we kind of like put in all of our other really quick things. So like we do a quick devotional, but then we start with stuff like fish oil. We love making sure that they're getting plenty of really good, healthy fats by using fish oil. And so it's super important to make sure that they're full of EPA, 
DHA, and a lot of those other really great omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids because those are great for neurological support and to help their neurological system, which is rapidly growing at their age, to get everything that it needs. We also have them, and the fish oil that we love to use is IQ Mega by doTERRA. That hopefully is not a surprise to a lot of you doTERRA folks out there. The next thing we use is PB Assist, which is a probiotic. This probiotic uh, puts lots of really great colony-forming units of bacteria down into their gut because even at that age as well, we know as adults that proper gut health equals proper overall health. So it's important to make sure that we're also helping them with the probiotics as well. The next thing we make sure that we do, they get a great multivitamin in the morning or sometimes we give it to them with food during lunch just to help ease it with its digestion. Any multivitamin that excuse me, you do the research, uh, make sure that it is full of the bioactive versions, recommended that it's full of the bioactive versions and not the synthetic chemicals that can be used that are, for example, you know, the, the chemical version of folate is folic acid. That is the synthetic version, if you will. So we want to make sure that we get the one that actually has methylfolate. We can definitely recommend some different multivitamins to you. We'll put those links down below as well. The next thing that they get, especially because it's the winter, they get them all the time, but especially because it's the winter, is vitamin D. We love to make sure that they're hitting those certain amounts of the international units that they need. Uh, one great resource that we use is Dr. Mercola. Uh, and before you start vitamin D drops, um, if it's a concern, make sure that you grab lab values if necessary because uh, vitamin D is one of those ones you can actually do too much with. But you want to make sure that you're doing prudent use of vitamin D. Vitamin D. But anyway, the reason why I say all that is because vitamin D uh, – the way that we kind of give it to our kids is we base it on a Mercola recommendation, which is per 25 pounds of body weight, they get so much uh, international units. And so I'll put a link on that as well so you can do your research on that. And then in the winter, they get a little bit more than they that. get yeah they we usually try to up that amount because of course they're not getting lots of natural sunlight matter of fact i'm looking out the window right now and it's another overcast day where we live so they're not really getting a lot of really great vitamin d exposure but hey you know what every little bit helps mm-hmm. so the last one i usually have to fight them to take don't i frank you do yeah so just kidding they usually remind me about their elderberry syrup. If you so could see the sarcasm on your face, that would be. They they love elderberry syrup. Um, I have a recipe in my brand new book, The Home Apothecary, Homecrafted Recipes Using Herbs and Essential Oils. Now, I have two different recipes in there. I have an alcohol-free one, and I have an alcohol-based one. Both can be given to kids. With the alcohol-based one, you actually want to put a little bit in some hot tea so that you can, you know, evaporate some of the alcohol. So... Because I don't have time to do all that and I don't really want to do it first thing in the morning and make them drink some hot tea, I have a alcohol-free one that they take just fine. Um, and so I give them about a teaspoon a day. And then if somebody in the family is under the weather or if we're just having a very active weekend where we're around a lot of people who could be under the weather, then we usually take it two to three times a day. But um, And they love it because... Not only are you getting the um, the immune boosting benefits of elderberry, which is an incredible immune booster, but you're also getting the protective raw honey. And so raw honey is a very good um, 
very good thing for them to take, especially during the winter months. It just really helps to boost their immunity and helps to fight off any unhealthy um, microorganisms that might be coming in contact with their body. And then moving on, uh, that's pretty much the morning. I mean, like we send them off and they're good to go. And then uh, we've armed them also with uh, doTERRA just came out with a really great new kids line that uh, that the kids can read and say, like, if they're feeling a certain way, it sort of empowers the kid to be able to say, you know what? I feel like I need some rescuer. I feel like I could use some thinker right now. Yeah, they have their own. So one of the things I did is I really just I'm encouraging my kids to take ownership in their health, to be empowered and to know how their emotions are so that they can, um, you know, use the oils appropriately. So in their bathroom and in their room, I have oils. So one of the things that I've done is I put oil prompts all over the house, like by the diffusers, you'll see in our house, the, the ones that we use commonly, you'll see um, a holder of essential oils, you know, up in their kid's room. In a very local area, there's the top essential oils that I use upstairs in their rooms. And so these prompts just make it easy for me to remember to use the oils and also for the kids to know that, you know, whatever they're feeling or whatever they're drawn to for that day, they can pull those oils out. So in their bathroom, I have a little oil stand with some roll-on bottles and I have the kids line and they're able to apply their oils first thing in the morning as they're getting ready for the day so that, you know, if they're going, um, um, to school and they want to put thinker on or if they you know have a bruise on their leg Frankie likes to put you know rescuer on um, and so it's just an empowering thing to be able to give that to our kids so that we can teach them how to take care of their own health um, we sometimes give on guard beadlets to them as well so a beadlet has literally like a fourth of a drop of the on guard essential oil. If your kids are over six, you can safely give them the beadlets. Um, we give them one, uh, in the morning. And then also we, when they're eating, we like to rub the on guard down their spine. Um, and so at night they each have their own diffusers. Um, they put them on. They get to choose what oils they want to diffuse. Peace, lavender, or serenity. And um, it really has become just a part of our life. It really doesn't feel like we're taking time out of our life to to do this. And then Jackie spoke about food and diet. She uh, she made mention of like, you know, um, making that transition of being able to take some of those tips that we gave you because uh, they worked with our kids. They were really great. Now they're actually becoming really good veggie eaters and uh, they'll actually eat the foods that we eat. Um, you know, sometimes we have to kind of give them some mustard or maybe they have to throw a little extra tamari on it, but Ranch. they'll, they'll eat it when you, when you give them those additional things. Um, they get fermented foods as well. I mean, like yep. our kids adore eating sauerkraut and pickles and, uh, we haven't gotten enough to kimchi yet. We'll step them up eventually because kimchi is one of my favorite fermented foods, but we do make sure that they get fermented foods as well. Chock full of really great probiotics. And then one last lovely thing that we do throughout their schedules, if you will, is that we 
love to have them visit my chiropractor. Um, the whole family gets seen by one chiropractor and it is amazing what the, uh, what the simple addition of chiropractic medicine can do for the overall health of your family. So they go and they get adjusted and, um, only where it's necessary and stuff like that. And it's a very gentle thing and they adore it. I mean, they lay right down and they feel great afterwards. Yep. So it's been a very good adjunct to everything else that we're doing in our home. In fact, we started it back when when they were babies um, and they were having issues with ear discomfort. Um, and so we wanted to do chiropractic care to help those, the fluid in the ears drain. You know, the, the chiropractor has these magic tricks that they do. I don't know what they do, but um, that's when they started going and we've been going ever since. So um, they're probably seen about once a month, sometimes once every other month, but usually it's just like when one of us has an appointment we have the best chiropractor in the world. Um, he'll just take a look at our, our kid when we're there. So find a good family chiropractor. It's one of the staples of um, natural and holistic medicine. I would recommend for anyone. And that's about it, guys. We uh, we we just have tried to focus on, you know, if we're going to do stuff for ourselves, then, um, you know, just why not? It makes perfect sense to also involve our kids as well. I mean, they are little humans, guys. So we got to make sure that we take care of them. So um, all of those tips and tricks, hope that you found some value in that. By all means, if you need to re-listen to this podcast or something like that, go ahead and do so. And just to let you know, I think it's time for us to do a giveaway. I do too. So, I like I said, I get a crazy hair every once in a while, and that's mine. So what should we give away this time? First of all, let me do something that we haven't done in the past that I'd love to do for you guys. I want to read a really wonderfully nice sweet note that we received as a compliment to everything that is going on in this podcast. Uh, it is from a gal named Shelly, and she says on her email, she says, Good morning, Frank and Jackie. I was driving to work this morning. By the way, she ended up getting a copy of our ebook. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, catching up on your podcast, heard my name announced. Totally shocked. I'm so excited. I've been planning on getting the book, and I'm hoping that I'm not too late to claim my prize. You're not. Don't worry. We're definitely making sure we that you, time limit. you got it, okay? Um, you guys have become my favorite podcast, which we really appreciate. Love learning all the new info, and you two are so cute. Aww. Aww. Excuse me, I feel like I know you personally and that we would get along great if we knew each other. Well, continue to listen, Shelly and all you other guys that are listening, guys and gals out there, because that is the best way to get to know us. So we really, really appreciate that message. And if you want, send us messages. It's frank at ritzessentials.com. And you are very welcome to give us a uh, a shout out on an email and would love to get back to you. But hey, time for a giveaway again. What do we want to give away? She's she's frantically looking through boxes to determine what we want to give away. Goodness gracious, really? I'm going big. Okay, so guess what we're going to give away? So there is an active botanical nutritive duo that has just recently came out for all you crazy doTERRA fans. Um, it is Yarrow and Palm. We are going to give away one bottle of Yarrow and Palm. Get onto our podcast. Give us a review. Subscribe. Give us a comment. That way you can be entered into the drawing. We will be giving one special person on a future podcast 
make sure that you go and do this so you can be entered into a chance to get this Yaron Palm. Do you know how much this bottle is? I don't even want to think about it, but it's cool because our listeners are worth it. Okay, so it's over a hundred dollars, you know, retail. So we are excited to give this to you. Um, we'll give you a few weeks to comment. And we'll pick one winner from those comments. Make sure that you go to iTunes. You might need to do it on your desktop. I know, I know. But you can do it. Uh, And leave us a comment and let us know um, how much you love our podcast, what else you want to hear from us, and give us five stars. Guys, those reviews and ratings really do make a difference in iTunes, okay? They have this whole weird algorithm that they, you know, base everything off of. So we would appreciate your love and support and um, and your continuous support to listen to us each week. We come out with brand new videos every single Friday, and we've been talking about throwing in another day. Absolutely. Let us know, matter of fact, if you want us to do that, too. If you're actually enjoying this podcast once weekly and you want to make it go twice weekly, let us know as well. That would be really great to get that kind of feedback. But that's pretty much it. Get those comments on there so you can get uh, entered in for the giveaway. And we will very much be looking forward to seeing you on our very next podcast. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.